MotorCityGaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studios, co-host, Jazzy the Champion Fiddle! Jazzy says hello. <laughs> That's what it says. Good yeah, job. Just you read the script, bro. Good job. <laughs> and of course, producers, the real king, the real crown, Deadite Knight, and Cable2KX. What up, dude? Hola, for my Spanish-speaking friends. <laughs> Welcome to episode 165 of the GameZilla Podcast. How's everybody doing after that that uh, just rousing, fun game of b-ball? Can I express some disappointment? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Everything about that game. So, I... Watch your damn mouth. ...was really excited. We, we originally were going to play some NHL 97 on the Genesis. We were going to play through the Retron. The Retron wasn't working. We had to pull an Audible. We ended up playing NBA Playgrounds. Now, I really thought I had a good shot to win, but Jazzy was sandbagging when we were learning the game. I didn't realize he was an <laughs> NBA Playgrounds phenom. Normally, I'm the best when it comes to bad games. To be fair, Grim doomed you because he's like, man, it's show. I was like, I don't know the button layout. And he's like, it's showing you the button layout right here. You might want to look at that. And then as soon as I looked at it, I was like, oh, shit. Okay, now I know how to block. Now and I, know I can't how to steal. read. So <laughs> it was unfair. But yeah, the thing about it is we had talked last week that the stipulation was the winner of this week actually got to pl- pick a game to make the uh, the other person play next week. And I actually planned out a special surprise, and I'm still gonna I'm still gonna show you what you were gonna play. It wasn't disc a backpack, camp. not a backpack. So door to explore. So <laughs> so uh, real quick side note. Thank you to all the fans that have shown me support over the last week. Um, had some stuff going on in my family, and involving that, I was cleaning out my grandmother's house, and I found a game I was gonna make Jazzy play. Left behind the PC game. <laughs> Still new in the package. And the best thing is, if you're not familiar with Left Behind, it's a famous like uh, set of Christian books about the end of the world. This game is rated teen, and it's supposed to be based on a Christian novel. I found oh, that I'm in my grandma's closet. This. You think this? You think this will destroy my computer? Uh, I don't know, but uh, I won't run on your computer. It it it's uh it's Vista compatible. Oh, so, maybe so it then, might. Maybe. So I have a disc drive, so I can install it on my PC, and we can try and hook it in and see if we can make yeah, it. Yeah, well, let's try this. So I was really this looking forward. A, to... It's supposed to be like a biblical game, it's like <laughs> helicopters like blowing up cities and tanks yeah. and stuff. I was so ready. Like I was about to be like, Jazzy, you're gonna get it. You're playing Left Behind, and you know, being that I was defeated, uh, I just had to shamefully bring it out and let you know that we could totally play Left Behind the game on the stream. <laughs> Two forces, one choice. It's time to choose a side. And then, and then the first thing on here is a quote from Focus on the Family. Yeah. Whatever company that is, it says, worth a, your money. A, fa- a famous like Christian authority when it comes to like content. Yeah, there you go. 
over uh, forty five missions. Side little <laughs> little side message here that needs to be brought up on the podcast. Here we have someone in the Twitch uh, channel saying, "Oh, I see." You can podcast, but not come to work. Just leave us two ladies to the wolves. Listen, if you think for a single second I care about you, you're mistaken. <laughs> uh, but no, I spent the entirety of my day cleaning out my grandmother's house. I'm emotionally distraught. Thank you for trying to, uh, to make me feel bad about not coming to work. Um, but yeah, uh, there's a lot going on over at my grandma's house. So I was trying to support my mom. So, yeah. so thanks for trying to make me feel bad. Ooh, put you in your place. And now I'm not going to let you play Left Behind the Video Game because I know who you are and I know you want to play it. Oh, response. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Nope. Clean your act up, boy. No, don't even. T- First off, can't clean my act up. <laughs> I'm too dirty. All right. Anyways, I wanted to make sure that. Uh... Based on the New York Times bestselling Left Behind book series. It's a game. Man. I um I'm interested. We're, we'll, <laughs> maybe we I'm gonna can... try and install this on my PC next Hold week. On, you ready for this? <laughs> Mysteries are revealed as you use the power of prayer to boost the spirits of your forces. Okay. Also, <laughs> yeah, this might be the third Left Behind game because that's clearly a three, and it's also yeah. it's Left Behind: Rise of the Antichrist. Sealed. I don't know if we should open this. It's probably valuable. It might be. It's powered by GameSpy. Yeah, I mean, shout out to my grandma having some cool computer games. I mean, it's growing up. Growing up, my grandpa always actually had really cool computer games for me to play on his computer. So I guess it makes sense that I pulled this gem out of. Made by LB Games, Inspired Media Entertainment, and it was also made. Disc was made in Mexico. There's this little sticker here that says that. So, yeah. Interesting. Oh, and huge sound must have done the audio. So, yeah. Top notch. Hold on. Let me see that. Uh, <laughs> go on the eBay right now. See how, <laughs> <bad boy. laughs> see how much that bad boy's worth. Oh, right. hold on. One ninety nine or best offer. <laughs> oh, I like how one hundred ninety nine dollars, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, I like how someone was willing to compromise on the two dollar price. They look, oh, you give me a quarter, we'll call it good. <laughs> Let me filter it and see if there's any actually sold. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah. All right. So, thanks for bringing that, Jim. Um, we we do know that you were you know dealing with with some family stuff over the weekend. Did you uh, get any games in at all? Anything you want to talk about? You know, to be honest. Um, in, a, in a, a serious moment, we all here have used video games at different times in our life to maybe cope with things or to escape from things. And uh, I was actually really thankful to have some time to relax and play some video games as I sort of process the loss of my grandmother. And I played a lot of Zelda, and that was you know, really comforting to get into that. Um, also, at the same time, my wife knows me real well because she knows how distracted I can get playing Borderlands. And she's like, you know, why don't you, why don't you just plug Borderlands in. Why don't you play that? Like, knowing that I could lose an entire day in a blink. And so I actually got into some of the DLC. I pulled back up my original character from Borderlands, my uh, Gunzerker, and I started playing the DLC for Borderlands 2 that I've never played because it came with a handsome collection. So, um, a lot of Zelda and, uh, oh, I uh, made it, finally made it to the Elite Four in Pokemon. So I'm close to in completing... Sun and Moon? Yeah, close to completing the storyline. So I actually got quite a bit of gaming in, uh, you know, in my in my downtime this week. Okay. All right, Jazzy, how about you? What have you been up to? Uh, well, Besides uh, practicing uh, to defeat Deadite, clearly. Yeah, yeah, I was practicing. He uh, knew the Retron didn't work. You guys were in collusion <laughs> to make me play. I'm I was able. trying he's a in, lot He's, he's of getting close games. to it. You guys are always in collusion. I was playing me. a lot of the Switch, so you never know. Yeah. Um, I played a little bit of Zelda. I played uh, some Overwatch 
in which I got ranked in the lowest bronze you could possibly get ranked in. <laughs> However, uh, I immediately won the next four matches, and I'm almost silver now. And let's see. I didn't play any league. I think I'm sick. Yeah, I know. I think you are sick. A uh, little bit of Persona 5. I turned it on, played for about a half an hour, realized I completely forgot how to play that game, and I'm probably going to have to start over if I do it because I don't remember what was going on. That's the worst. And um, then I played some Marvel Heroes Omega, which got uh, released to the PS4. It was a PC game, so it got uh -huh. ported over to PS4, and I'm going to uh, try to get you guys to play that with me. We're going to see if we could find this so-called free copy that uh brick bitch is talking about it exists so i also i also played this game on the pc and uh, i enjoyed it but i think the same problem is that i wanted other people to play you know it's not yeah. it's not a single player game. yeah definitely yeah. not so and then uh i may or may not have partook in a four-hour splatfest of splatoon 2 north america testifier this weekend i was there you did you were there yeah I, the, it's still a little shaky. There were some server issues with you know latency and dropping uh, some games, but uh, as far as the game itself, it's gorgeous. Um, they only gave you four the four guns to choose from, and you couldn't upgrade in your gear. So it's basically just a uh, uh, everybody get in there. We're gonna test our server strength. And uh, I had a blast. The one thing that I had a problem with with Splatoon One was you could not matchmake with your friends on the same team unless you were playing ranked and it looks like they fixed that in this one because i was able to play with my we uh had f you can only do four people which was weird like it wouldn't like auto fill a couple other people in your room if you had less than four yeah if you had three you it wouldn't queue you up you wouldn't find weird. one one solo and, and team up you had to go full squad but uh, other than that, um, so we had a couple people playing some solo, and we were filtering them in because we had a full team of four and then a couple extra people because we couldn't get a full eight on. So, uh, so we kicked Jazzy out. Yeah, yeah, we kicked me out. And, uh, and we started winning. They started winning, and I started winning. It's true. So it was a lot of fun. I cannot wait for this game to come out. Yeah, only a few days away, man. I can't wait. I know. I'm actually just going to go wait. At Best Buy right now. You camp out. Yeah, I played obviously the Splatfest as well. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. I um, I played the whole four hours. Streamed it out. We streamed it on Twitch. It was a, it was, man, it just brought me back to why that game, the, why the first game consumed Jazzy and I, where we like put every other game down and just played Splatoon one for months. So it, it's it's a a big reminder, but the thing here is that it's even more special because of the handheld capability, because going, you know, the games are only like three, four minutes long, you know? So it's like, when you start thinking about like, hey, it's lunchtime at work, I can go play, you know, 10 games of Splatoon with people downstairs, like that's, I get super excited about that because, you know, like right now we still, we get one to two Grand Prix in, uh, in Mario Kart, and that feels good to us, but the fact of the matter is that Splatoon also is that, you know, quick match, fun, you know, different modes, so we'll be able to switch it up. And, yeah, it's, man. Yeah, I will say that I played it on all three of the controllers. So mm -hmm. a pro controller, the Joy-Con dog, con dog controller, I call it, mm -hmm. and then uh, in the tablet itself. And I played both without the motion control aim and with the motion control aim on all three, and all of them felt real comfortable. Yeah. 
motion controls if you're not if you're not on board get on board trust yep. me it's it's gonna help you it's weird at first but man do you get such an advantage with it i love it we're going pro i don't know about that not me, I'm trash. Man, I was a C-plus rank in Splatoon 1. Can we just, like, get higher than that, at least, in Splatoon 2? Yeah, I mean, because we can actually run as a squad, we might be able to actually try. <laughs> yeah, right? So, but yeah, no, uh, it was a good time. I, um, I, I played Cave Story again. I got all the way to the hell version where, like, it, they get the perfect story. You, like, beat the final boss, and then you're, like, running the helicopter, but the door to this cabin is open, and you go inside... And then you can't get back out. There's just a hole in the ground. And you drop down, and it turns into this whole other level that didn't exist in the, no- in the normal game. And I got all the way to the end, because there's no save point once you drop down. It's, that's it. You go through three different, three different map points, and then you get to a mini-boss, and then that mini-boss takes you to the final boss. Needless to stay, I do not believe I'm going to be able to beat him. That hard, eh? It's very difficult. Most of the level you can't even touch the ground. It's all about using the hover pack, and then there's even some spots where you purposely take damage to replenish your hover pack so that you can keep going, and then you pick up a couple hearts along the way to to balance it out. But the problem, why I think I'm going to have to go through playthrough 4, I'm on playthrough 3 right now, playthrough 4 is I fucked up again. Okay, oh, so my last playthrough, I didn't drain the water out of Curly, and I effed it all up. This time, you have this little bottle that has a heart inside of it that replenishes your life completely one time. And I used it against the doctor because I was like, I'm at the end game. I can, I can use this. And then not thinking that, I, that there was a whole other level that I was going to have to play with a, with a boss that's even more powerful than the previous boss. Clearly, I was supposed to keep that bottle, and I do not have it. And I can't get it back, so it's like, well, <laughs> playthrough number four. But I do want to announce, I think playthrough four will be my, um, it's going to be my my stream. So, Your stream. Yeah, I'm going to take I'm going to take Cave Story onto onto Twitch and do my Thursday night streams, and it's going to start with Cave Story, and I'm going to do my playthrough that way, at least until I get to that last level area again i can tell i can show everybody every trick every different you know option you have as far as picking things up or, or leaving them behind and that and go through the game the only thing i may not be able to show them is the perfect ending I can show them the normal ending yeah. i can show them the bad ending the perfect ending. you'll get there you'll we, get there we'll see we'll see I put you gotta a lot put of time it, you gotta this. put it down and then like take like a week break and then go back to it because that's how i beat um i could not beat the last level of super meat boy like, tried for hours, couldn't do it. And then I put the game down, came back to it, and then, like, three or four times into my next pickup, I ended up beating it. I mean, if I would have that bottle, I'd have a chance. Because I, I got to him, and I did some damage, but there's just no way without that without that secondary life refill. Mm-hmm. There's just there's no way for me. I can't... Some of his moves are so hard to dodge, it's... it's yeah. Well, you like the game, so play through it again. I think I will, <laughs> and I can. And that's the thing is that's the cool thing about the game is that once you have your path that you know you want to take, you can burn through it pretty quick. It's not like I'm going to have to go put another you know ten hours into this game. So that's that's the advantage why I think it'll be fun on Twitch is that I'll be able to show everybody the different paths and we'll, and it'll be something that we won't spend weeks on. So, all right, um, Cable, what have you been up to? I actually did not do a lot of gaming. I went to the movies quite often. <laughs> movies. Non-interactive media. <laughs> what is that? Did you go, uh, did you at least take a controller and pretend that you were doing stuff? 
I mean, if I could do that with Planet of the Apes, I would. I would yeah. love a Planet of the Apes movie. Was Planet of the Apes good? I'm going to see it tomorrow. It is very freaking good. I watched uh, the first two yesterday to lead up to things. Yeah. Uh, I could, no, out of, I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but I will just say, fuck winter. That's all I'm going to say. Mm. That was a spoiler. It's not a spoiler because you don't know what I mean. Real I quick, exactly I need to know. Mean. I need to know. We're not counting it as a spoiler. Is Maurice back? The big orangutan? Yeah, Maurice yeah, is there. Back. Oh, yeah. thank God. I love Maurice. No, tell me what happens to Maurice, <laughs> but I just need to know that Maurice was at least there. Yeah, he's in there. Oh, oh, oh. No, stop! <laughs> not Maurice! Come on! No, nothing happened. I ain't seen nothing. So. I could tell by the look in your eyes, man. My, my <laughs> man Maurice gets it. No. Damn, Cable. <laughs> No, by the no, look that, in no. your eyes, he's like, "Oh, that Maurice shit." <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Big, the big orangutan Maurice, the only big orangutan named Maurice in the movies. Yeah, yeah. he gone it's dead, two, man. It's two he big dead. orangutans in the. Yeah, I did something else this uh, weekend that I um, I'm a little ashamed of. I watched Game of Thrones. Oh, wow. Because I've, um, this would be the third episode I've ever watched of Game of Thrones across all of Game of Thrones. Yeah, you should be ashamed of that. Yeah. Man. So, anyways, I, I went to a party uh, that Brick Bitch wanted me to, to tag along, and, and it, it was good. It was a great you know, opening to the, to the current season. No spoilers right now, but um, you know, it, it got me where I'm like, yo, it's like, what, seven or eight episodes this, this season? This, yeah, yeah six, it, I think it's six episodes. This yeah, because they're wrapping it up. So I'm like, I might, I might, I might stick this one out. We'll see, because I'm one of those people I don't need. Like I got sit what six seasons before this. Yeah. I don't need those sixty episodes. Like I, I like I can just jump in, and that's what happened with Parks and Rec. I jumped in when Brick Bitch was walk, watching it and got hooked, and then we looped around and watched it all. Right, because I was just so. For me, I'm like, all right, I can jump in and and watch. You know. Man, Six, I was gonna see if I was gonna come over. I was gonna be like, "Oh man, I'm gonna uh, go over because Brick Bitch is going to watch some uh, Game of Thrones." So I go over, hang out with Grimlock, uh, do some gaming, and and you know plan for this upcoming busy week for us. And um, I got, I got, <laughs> I was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna sleep in because Saturday I didn't get to sleep in. I had to wake up so that we could take stuff to my dad's work early." So I'm like, "Man, I'm gonna sleep in." Nope. Eight fifty, my mom wakes me up. Get out in the yard. We're doing some yard work. And she had me out there until 2. I came in, took a shower, because I was dirty as hell, and immediately I parked my ass in my gaming chair and was like, yep, sorry, Jay, I'm not moving. <laughs> oh, it was good. It was good. So, all right, well, that's what we've been up to. You can always let us know what you're gaming or or what movies you're uh, enjoying, things like that. It's all happening over at the Discord. So just go to MotorCityGaming.com, head on over to that homepage, Click the button that says "Join the MCG Discord." It's or, free. Or type exclamation point Discord in the Twitch chat. Well, I'm sorry, Cable, that some of us don't know that you set that shit up. You fancy son of a bitch. Also, use the hashtag Left Behind to talk about how hyped you are for us to play Left Behind. Give us our give us our our episode tweet here. What do you want? You want uh, hashtag Left Behind? What, uh, do want, what do you want on Twitter today? Hashtag. I got it. Hashtag, sorry, <laughs> Deadite was hashtag left behind in NBA playgrounds when Jazzy ran all over his ass. That should fall into 160 characters. Yeah, but it's, a, it's not a good tag in it. I don't it's care. It's too long. It's good. Jazzy likes it. <laughs> Fine, give us a real one. You're the, this is your thing. I, I don't know. I guess your hashtags. Are <laughs> <laughs> hashtag dead eye lo- dead eye lost. Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag disappointment. Hashtag da- lazy dead eye. Hashtag left behind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Well, uh, before we get into the news, I do want to announce our two giveaways that we'll be launching tonight. So we revamped our 1K Instagram giveaway that is still happening, and we're giving away a Logitech G810 keyboard, a $25 Best Buy gift card, and a swag bag, swag bag which Gazilla is uh, stuff. yeah which is basically a random swag bag of stuff that we got from let's say Pax Prime, Pax South, Pax you know all, all the different all the different shows we've been to along with maybe some MCG swag. It could even have a lightly used Legend of Zelda hat in it. It could. It's very possible. Few scorch marks on it. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few. Man, that would be a treasure if someone had gotten a hold of that hat. Right? We will never see it again. I think he sleeps in it though. I'm pretty sure. I and wear he, it daily. <laughs> I think he. I think he actually he only wears it on his property. The second he leaves the public public land, it, it comes off. I think he's uh, actually fashioned some elastic straps to it to make it like a jock strap. I'm not gonna lie. He technically deserves to wear it at this point with the amount of Zelda time that he's yeah. put in on the Switch. You said it'd you be, have three hearts. It became my uh, no. Work he's hat. got. I think he's got more now. I, I chose for the stamina instead of the oh, hearts. Okay. okay. So you've so. done enough where you got to choose. Yeah. Okay. Also, yeah. where are you? What is the place called that you're... The, the land? Oh, I just jumped off the plateau. Like, legit jumped off. I started to kill some of those What's like, the world weird... called, though? <sighs> I don't remember. You don't know what the whole overall world is? No. No. Like I said, I just jumped off okay, the plateau. He can't, wear, he can't wear the hat. The whole world? Yeah. It's Hyrule. Okay, good. Thanks okay. for checking. <laughs> I was like, I'm easy and he's failing. I'm like, oh man, I was really trying to like. I'm like trying to remember it. like the section of the map that I'm at. I'm like, shit, what did it say? <laughs> All right. And you're playing in Zelda, right? Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I got the DLC pack oh, where you can boy. play in Zelda. <laughs> Oh, I hate you so much. Anyways, so the... <laughs> I needed those magical powers, man. Back to these giveaways that we clearly got off track. 1K giveaway, Instagram followers. We got the keyboard, we got the gift card, and we got some swag. That's going to be hitting the website, and you'll get some more details on our social media as well. But just keep an eye out, MotorCityGaming.com. It'll be popping up here after the show, along with our After Dark Vintage Video Games 4. We have two pairs of tickets... Yeah, get hype because it's coming up in just a couple days. Two pairs. So we got four tickets, two winners, getting two tickets each, and that will be also on our website. So that will be launching tonight as well. The uh, tickets are a $15 value, and I think you get like one drink token when you walk in too. So as long as you're, you know, also you have to be old enough to drink to even get into the event, I believe. So 21, 21 and up. So that giveaway will have some. Some restrictions, but you know we'll put it we'll put it in the uh, d- the description. So got to be grown. Yeah, you got to be grown. But yeah, those are those are happening. They're going to be going live on MotorCityGaming.com tonight, and they're going to be run through the week. And we will announce. Well, sorry, the tickets will be done obviously in a couple days, right? Because we want to make sure you can come to the event. Right. The uh, the other giveaway though for the uh, the one K followers that'll be uh, the winners will be announced next Monday on the show here. Right here, GameZilla Podcast. Live. Live. On the GameZilla Podcast. Well, Jazzy re- continues to play NBA Playgrounds because he's hooked. He's got the itch. Fact. All right. So, pretty cool. Got a couple giveaways. That's all, that's all I got for that. We uh, probably should get into some news because I have a lot to cover. So, here's some news. Before uh, that. No, the news. Forget those guys. Your mic is off. <laughs> 
Please don't throw anything at me. I turned your mic back on. <laughs> the Gamezilla Podcast right. is proudly brought to you by the Detroit Beard Collective. Log on to DetroitBeardCollective.com. You're lucky my phone's in an OtterBox if you're going around throwing my telephone. Not my left behind game. That was my grandma's. I was testing how, how, much, how much dedication you had to our sponsor. Not much. Minimal. <laughs> DetroitBeardCollective.com is the greatest place in the known universe to buy facial hair care products. I slather in my shampoo to clean my beard out, and I get it feeling nice, looking nice, smelling nice with my beard elixir, my beard oils, and uh, beard butter. Rub it all in. Comb it out with the beard comb. You can choose all the scents you want. Choose all the products. They're perfect for you. Put them in a beard crate and have it shipped directly to your home. And it's, it's only the stuff you want. It's in the beard crate. It's awesome. Awesome. So go to DetroitBeardCollective.com, order a beard crate, or just order a couple products, whatever you need to get you by, and use the checkout code MCGAMING to save 20% on orders, $25 or more. That's MCGAMING at checkout on DetroitBeardCollective.com. Now here's some news! We're going straight to emails. Hope you're ready, Jazzy. Oh. No. Yeah, go to emails. Cool. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Now let's have it. What about this monster story of yours? Download complete. All right, I got a lot to talk about. It was a big, big week in gaming news, but nothing is bigger than our first topic. Nothing is more of a phoenix rising from the ashes. Uh-uh! Atari's back, motherfuckers! Atari box has been announced. We got pictures of this thing. Man, this is sexy as hell. It looks cool, and we have no idea what it does, barely. So, Atari started teasing the Atari box at E3. We had the cool little teaser trailer with the Atari symbol lighting up, and we and all of us old people, dicks got a little hard, and we realized, whew, look at that, it still works. But I took Viagra. They promised a brand new Atari product. And we had that 20-second YouTube teaser trailer that hinted Atari Box would be housed in wood-like 2600 style. And we are. We got options, people. We can get a wood panel version or a red and black version. I happen to like the red and black version. Gamezilla colors. It's pretty dope. But... Anyways, the council, uh, Atari is now teasing more, including what the Atari box looks like, and you can check that out. We'll be able to uh, have yeah, it right in, it. The, right in the body of the podcast. So yep. right where you go, MotorCityGaming.com, right where you listen to the podcast, everything's there. Super cool. Jazzy's doing an awesome job with it, really taking it to that next level. So uh, in an email to Atari fans, the company reveals the object, the, our object is to create something new that stays true to our heritage. While appealing to both old and new fans of Atari, the new Atari box is clearly inspired by the classic wood found on the Atari 2600, and the new console features ribbed lines, a raised back, and a front panel that can either be glass or wood. Indicator lights glow through these materials, and Atari is including SD card support, HDMI port, and four USB ports on the Atari box. Two versions of the Atari box will be released, one in wood, one in red and black. Atari plans to deliver classic games in the Atari box alongside current content. It's not clear if this current content involves simply republishing Roller Coaster Tycoon. 
But it, <laughs> but it appears that the Atari box will be similar to the NES and SNES Classic in providing access to old titles in the modern retro hardware. While Atari has licensed its brand recently, the company is involved in the creation of Atari Box. Hopefully that doesn't mean Atari is just licensing its brand again for a partner to create and manage the hardware. It doesn't seem this way. It does seem like this is actually an Atari, you know, this company is actually moving forward and wants to create something new. So uh, we don't have any more information. There's no pricing, release dates, game content, or full or even specs right now. But um, it looks cool. I, I'm interested. It's it's weird to think that this company c- comes out of nowhere and is introducing new hardware in this day and age. It just isn't something that we've seen in a long time. You know, like I I I know I've talked about it when it first got announced. That I would hope it's super successful so that maybe Sega goes, huh? Maybe we can do it too. But this is cooler than I expected. We still don't know enough about it to go jump heads over heels for it, but I don't know. What do you think? Does it does it even have a chance? I think this is actually opening the avenue for the Coleco Chameleon to go back into production. <laughs> yeah, baby. Jaguar cases. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know anything about the Coleco Chameleon, it was a total joke. Look it up. It's, it looked ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. I a so a lot of people don't like the looks of it, and a lot of people are bashing the wood the wood style. And I'm and all these people I love the wood style. Yeah, and and all these people that are doing it, they're they're younger than us, right? So like they don't even get it. They're just like, oh, that's no. so not cool. And I'm like, right, but like you don't get it. Cable, find this picture right here. The, and put it up live the, from the problem is the problem is is that you're targeting the wrong demographic. Like I could sit there and say the the wood paneling is cool, but I'm a, yeah. like above me is really where like a little bit older than me is where Atari really like took took hold mm-hmm. and they don't give a shit. I'm sorry. And there's a very small percentage that probably give two shits that you're coming back out. The problem with this thing is that not only are you going to need to grab us, but you're going to need to grab that younger crowd that right now seems to be crapping all over it with a stupid name saying it just reminds them of Xbox and and they hate the look of it. That the the Xbox call out is actually super fair to use the name Box. Is that an official name? Atari uh, box, yeah, yeah it's, it's official. official. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of tough because I mean, Xbox is a dominant brand in gaming, so I I could understand that it seems seems like they could have come up with something a little more diverse. Yeah. I'm thinking this is going to be like Ouya 2.0. Yeah, this is what it feels like. It feels like a you know, an, and maybe I don't know if it, you know, we don't know if it's Android based. We don't know we don't know what it is, but but. It feels like it's going to be that. Yeah, you could play some emulation of the, of our old school games, and the new stuff is going to be by indie the indie scene. And the system has these specs. It's basically a little mini Raspberry Pi or something like that. You know, just done up in a nice looking Atari box. You know, the thing to take away from this is that this is not Atari. Okay, let's 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 let's. Rem- remind everybody that the real Atari is actually dead, and that the super dead, yeah, and mm-hmm. that this name was bought by a different company, and then they rebranded their company as Atari. So, like, just remember that. I'm not saying this doesn't have a chance. I'm not saying it's going to be terrible, but I just want to like reiterate that this was a, the, the brand Atari was purchased, and then they rebranded their own company as Atari. And that is what we're seeing here. And it's cool because I like Atari and I love the logo and it, it takes me back. Right? It takes me back yeah. so much. Wood green is classic. Look at how so sexy classic. it looks with the yeah. with the white light oh, overlay yeah. behind it. Oh, it looks great. Classic. So sweet. So I'm excited. 
but you know, uh, is this something like let's say it comes out and I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a price tag on it of one twenty. Are you interested? A little bit more than an NES Classic or whatever, but that's because it has, unlike you buying a box that has 30 games on it or 20-some games on it, and that's it, unless you hack it, this, this is actually going to have an ecosystem. It's going to have growth. So 120 bucks, you get the system, maybe a couple of its controllers that maybe we haven't even seen yet, what they're going to look like. Does it even interest you the slightest? I don't think it has a place on my shelf unless... Unless the titles that come out for it are amazing exclusives, because I have places I can digitally download games. Um, You know, I have a couple ecosystems I've already invested in. So to spend more than a hundred dollars on a on another one, I I don't see it happening for me personally. I get it in a heartbeat. Yeah, the reason why is if they do port (laughs) any however many games from the actual old Atari system into this new Atari box. This is the only system that my dad video gamed on that wasn't me influencing him. So it's going to be awesome to be able to pick this up and basically play a lot of those games that he played, you know, (laughs) pre-having me um, again with him. While having you. Or while having me, yeah. Yeah. Multitasking. I, I had the same thought. I thought it'd be really cool to pick up, and then um, you know, my my dad and my mom both played Atari. So I thought it'd be something that's like even like yes, I'd want one, but I honestly, I first thought about like buying one for them. So that way, when I went to their house, it'd be You'd something it, that we yep. could experience. You know, so uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm very intrigued. It's very interesting. I'm happy to see it. Now I just I we need to know more. You know, so yeah. But I thought it was cool. We're wondering when we're going to hear about it because E3's been a been a little little while while out there and we still haven't heard any updates. So, all right, next story: Destiny Two Beta starts tomorrow, or if you're listening to this on iTunes today, and uh, we wanted to talk about what what it's you know what are you getting into with Destiny Two Beta? So some people you know yeah we're going to be able to play the game, but what? So first of all, PS4 early access starts on the 18th. So that that is that is us getting that early that one day early start over Xbox that starts on the nineteenth, okay, uh, and then open beta for everyone is is the twenty first. So, if you pre-ordered this game physically, you should have got some sort of receipt that had a uh, code to go to Bungie.com and register. You need to do that if you're thinking about downloading the beta so that you get proper access so you get that early access. Otherwise, when the 21st comes around, it'll be open to everybody and you're good. But if you pre-ordered it digitally, it's all done automatically and you're, you're good to go right out the gate. So uh, just make sure you download the client. What's in the beta, though, is what I want to talk about. Campaign. You'll be able to play the opening mission, uh, Homecoming, and see some of the cinematics from the game's campaign. Multiplayer, you're going to be able to try the new Attack and Defend countdown mode on, on the map Endless Veil. Vale. Um, you can also play the control mode from Destiny 2. You get a strike that you'll be able to try the new inverted spire strike set in a Vex stronghold that can be played with two friends you bring or via matchmaking. You're going to be able to try new subclasses. So you'll try your hand at the new Dawnblade, which is uh, Dawnblade Warlock, Arc Strider Hunter, or Sentinel Titan. 
And then you will be able to check out the new social space at 10 a.m. Pacific time on July 23rd. So later into the beta, you can visit the social space, the farm, and do things like kick around a soccer ball or make friends with a chicken. Ooh. That's right up your alley. Yeah. Chicken friends. Chicken friends. And then obviously uh, some things that you won't see in the beta itself. I mean, it is a beta, so I'm not too surprised about this. Uh, most vendor and services in the farm will be offline. Um, clan support will be down. Uh, character progression. And then uh, none of that carries forward. Like, anything right. you do in the beta actually won't carry forward to the final game. So Correct, yep. Which makes sense. I, I didn't expect in, in a beta for them to have anything that you can get early, early access to that will give you an advantage to anybody on launch day. So, cool. We're we're on the verge of playing some Destiny Two. I'm, uh, you know, we we've been rough on Destiny Two. I feel like the hype's been a little is been dissolved a bit. But I think once we get our hands on the game, it'll be, you know, just like getting back on a bike. We're gonna we're gonna be really excited that we we have some new content, and we're gonna be able to team up and have some fun with it. Yeah. So, keep in mind too that uh, <laughs> Bungie has already came out and said that they know there's a whole bunch of issues with the beta already. Yeah. So I just want to let everybody else out there that is skeptical about this game know that when you do hop into the beta, take it for what it is. It's a beta. And instead of just completely bashing this game and saying, you want to know what? I don't want to get Destiny. Maybe we should go to Bungie and actually put it into the support pages so that they can fix this before release. Yeah, exactly. All I right. just saw something in the video. You can now grab on ledges. I just saw yeah. that. I was saying the same thing, which that looks really nice. Yeah. And I'll be streaming this all tomorrow. Oh, yeah, that's right. Cable Ooh. cable 2KX will be on twitch.tv slash Podcast streaming. If you are unable to play this, then hop on over and watch Cable, our first-person shooter king right now. You are king right now, right? You you uh, you held the throne, right? Yeah, I destroyed right? Yeah, you held the throne. <laughs> so king right, as of right now, well, there may be some new competition coming up here real soon. So, our reason I want to stream it tomorrow is because every last big name streamer is going to be playing it, and I kind of want to play against them. They're coming from PC to play it on PS4. Yeah. So I really want to play it against them. See there you go. All right. Next story is uh, one close to one close to my heart. Here, this is a game that we got to check out at uh, PAX South. We got to meet the developers, and I loved it because it's a Metroidvania game. But Sundered has a release date. So coming later this month for the PS4 and the PC, Thunder Lotus Games will be releasing Sundered for, on July 28th. This is, uh, if you're not familiar with Thunder Lotus Games, they made Jotun, um, which was another awesome game that if you haven't been able to try it out, I highly recommend. Super high, high art style and just, it's just a fun game. And this game... When we played it at PAX South, it just it reminded me of Metroid so much. It reminded me of Axiom Verge. You know, the thing about these new age Metroidvania games is that the controls feel so good. You know, like when I talk about Ori in the Blind Forest, one reason is because everything that you're supposed to do with Ori and dashing around and being able to these, you know, twitch reflexes, they just work. Sundered it feels the same way. So yeah. um yeah, very, very cool game. When we got to play it in South, I think the one thing for this game, it was hard for me to pick up at first just because the but, the controller layout was weird for me. So obviously that's something that you can acclimate and fix in the game. But um, 
the thing I liked the best was when you got hit, your character animations and feel of like the rumble and the controller was like so spot on. And yeah. your character doesn't just like blink for a couple minutes and whatever. Like for this being um, this type of game, it, the character knockback and stuff like that was really cool. The game was brutal too. Like there was this one point where I jumped and I fell like this great distance into a pit. And when I landed in the pit, probably about 50 creatures spawned and just, and just, just, just just mauled me. I, I had no chance in hell. So it was it was a lot of fun. It was really interesting. Um, a little background in Sundered play uh, in Sundered. A player will assume the role of wanderer named Ash, who has to traverse a dangerous, procedurally generated world. You'll find relics called Elder Shards that are dropped by bosses and scattered throughout the world. It will be up to you to decide whether to use these relics for power by sacrificing a part of your humanity or to destroy them and stop their dangerous influence on the world. It's really cool. So, uh, yeah, July 28th, PlayStation 4 and PC. I've already had hands-on, I'm telling you. If you're into these yep. style of games, go get it. It's going to be the next game Grim plays through four times because there is multiple endings in this game as well. Yep, exactly. So They get me every time with that shit. So, All right. Next story, Player Unknown Battlegrounds adding first-person servers in next update. So, the first thing, that, let's just get it out of the way. You will not be forced to play in first-person if you don't want to. Correct. Okay. Now let's talk about why this is happening. First person ha- has obviously established itself as a, a elite way to play these types of games. One reason why this is a big deal in Player Unknown Battlegrounds is because of ch- there's been a lot of cheating going on. Not cheating. I don't know. Advantage. Advantage. There's an advantage to yeah. third person that there's yeah. not the first person. But they're all the the third person. They're actually altering though. They're not. It's not the advantage of just being in third person. It's the advantage of being able to change the camera yeah. where it sits. Mm-hmm. So people are actually raising the camera and altering it where they can see around corners without looking around corners. Where they can you know put the camera above their players so they have a better vision. It's 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 just that. It creates an unbalanced battlefield. You know? It promotes camping. Yeah, it, it promotes, promotes people staying in the, That's why, like, yeah. first, that's, well, not first player, what's say that. The solo mode is pretty much unplayable. No one plays it unless you're just going around just to play around. Right. Like, it's, everyone camps in buildings. You have, there's no advantage, because if you're in that building first, you can see everybody that comes up to it, and you just prepare. Yeah. So, it's, it sucks. And then a lot of, like, a lot of top streamers are hating on this, and they're waiting on the first person wanting to come off. Yeah, exactly. So I think for for the serious gamers of of this series, they're gonna they're gonna really like this new mode. Yep. But for everybody else, if you want to play third person, you're gonna be able to. It's not like you're gonna go queue up and get randomly selected to go into first person mode. It's gonna be its own thing. So yeah, I think it's gonna just be a lot. It's gonna be better because you you feel like it's more of a balance. Yeah, you don't see he can't see you, and you can't see him unless you see him. Exactly. Yeah, I mean that's that's why first person has been in in this style of game has been so popular. You know, yeah. like there's a reason SOCOM went away. There's a re- like you know, third person's like I like third person because I like to see my character, but at the same time, third person bothers me sometimes because I'm like, man, can I just can I just like can you just go away for a minute? I just want to like see my like like it was my vision type deal, mm-hmm. you know, instead of behind you. 
So I, I'm 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 excited for it, and that's coming up in the next the next update. So yeah, yeah. Next monthly update. Yeah, yeah. This I mean they have to do this. I think just because so many of the esports teams have picked up on player unknowns and actually have people like streaming for them under their esports right. <laughs> team. That's true. Um, and there's no way you can make this into a competitive esport like I think they're trying to do. If you have the ability to switch first person, third person, you can't. There's just too big of an advantage, so you have to go one or the other, and I think that first person is the way that they need to go for this, so smart yeah. move by there. All right, next story. Nino Kuni 2 delayed to 2018. Man. I did it for you. I want the real one. I'm sad. I'm not sure that it works. Let me see. It does work. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Nino Kuni 2 has been delayed to January 19th of 2018. Developer Level 5 announced today it was previously scheduled to be released on November 10th for the PlayStation 4 and the PC. So we're talking two months. Um, this is this basically was a quote from the CEO of Level 5. We have decided that more development time is required in order to deliver the full Nino Kuni 2 experience to our fans. Nino Kuni, um, he deeply apologized to those who have been looking forward to the game. And, and this bummed me out. Like, I'm all for delay of a game because you need the extra time. You need that polished time, take that extra 60 days. Like, we've talked about this in the past. This one bothered me because we're on the tail end of E3. We're, all, we're about a month out, right? We're just over a month. E3, actually a month ago, E3 was still technically kind of winding down right now. And you took the stage and made this big, you know, big show and gave us a date and everything. We're like, yeah, that was good. That was strong. And then 30 days later, you go, oh, you know what? Actually, we were wrong. We need 60 more days. Like, it just kind of seems like you probably weren't sure when you took the stage a month ago, yet you still blurted it out when you probably shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. It just, so I'm, this one actually upsets me a little bit just because. It's so close to the biggest, you know, gaming show per every year that, you know, it's not like, you know, Fractured Butthole South Park, like, it's been delayed four different times. Like, we should have got it a year ago, practically, and here we are, you know, still waiting for the game. It's, you know, you've gotten to that point where you're like, just make the game good and let's get it out. This game, though, I just was, I was just, I don't know, it bummed me out. I, I, I thought... You know, you, you get those. We, we, we talked about E3 this year. We talked about how there were missing dates. There were, there were you know, uh, games that stood up and, and, get, and laid down a date that, that just we were like, okay, cool. Yeah, all right. Even like Spider Man, which is like 2018. We're like, solid. I'm, I'm good for that. You know, or like God of War was like early 2018. I was like, all right, cool. We're go I'm good with that. You know, and then you know, Cooney Two is a game that I personally care about, and it was like, here's a solid date, and I was like, all right, sweet. I knew it was close to being done. This is awesome. We're gonna get it for the holiday, and then 30 days later, we're like, actually, sorry, you're gonna get it in January. It's like, well, it's two months. I'm gonna have plenty of games to play, but still, it's kind of just a bad call. I just, I just didn't like it. Take the delay. I just didn't like the initial announcement during E3. Yeah. Anyways, what you gonna do? Nino Kuni looks looks again from everything that we've seen is gonna be awesome. So just take the extra time and give me give me what we expect from level five. So, yeah. 
Hino also clarified that it is not going to feature multiplayer, and they are focusing solely on which is the same as the first game. So yeah, yeah. I, I guess like it doesn't. I don't know if you played if you played the original. Like you're excited for this game as a, as a solo single player game. You know, like yeah, multiplayer could bring aspects to it, but I'm. I'm completely okay with a single player. I think so many people just wanted a multiplayer version of this game that they almost like kind of bred the idea yeah. <laughs> via just media. Yeah. And then the, he's clarifying like, hey, this this isn't a multiplayer game. Like you guys can't decide how, how I make my games. Right. Okay, next story we have Xbox adds custom gamer picks co-streaming and more to their update that starts rolling out later today. So, Microsoft has announced a number of new features that will arrive uh, in this month's update for Xbox One. Uh, these are these are ones that we we had heard about that are, that are, are are very exciting. But I think the the big thing is up to three people can co-stream for uh, um, from their consoles using Microsoft's Mixer, which is their new their recently rebranded um, streaming service. So, pretty cool. But we're also going to be able to have um, the custom gamer picks as well as club profile picks and backgrounds can all be uploaded from your console or through the Xbox app. So we're getting more, um, you know, more ability to share our personalities through the Xbox. The big one for me, though, the reason why this was a story was the was the streaming. I just think it's uh, this is something that no one else is doing right now, at least easy, and the ability where you know. Not that you have one, Deadite, but you can sit at home, be playing an Xbox. I can be here playing an Xbox, and we can stream together. Showing both of our screen uh, screens is huge. Like that—that's a you know, it's a feature that they obviously were showing off with uh, Sea of Thieves, and being able to you know, everybody that's right. on on your boat, you're being able to see everybody's angle of of what they're doing. But you know, it it reminds me of like you know, we were playing Destiny, the original Destiny. Where you would bring everything over, we'd set up two capture cards, stream it into one computer, build it all out, and yeah. X split so that we could dual stream. Yeah, we were doing this before its time. We just needed the uh, two capture cards and uh, a mother of a computer that you had to build. <laughs> yeah. But it was doable. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The uh, updates also adds the ability to instantly sign into your console with a single press of the Xbox button on your controller. Additionally, the Xbox app for your iOS and Android phones have been updated to add Game Pass browsing and LFG sharing support. So, looking for a group which is built into the Xbox as well has now has is now moving its way into the phone app as uh, as well. So. Uh, an updated language location setting as well as Android exclusive features that support messaging chat bubbles uh, have been added to as well. So pretty cool. Uh, I, you know, I've been talking more and more about Xbox feeling like they're getting this momentum and I think they're adding these cool features to e even things like this that right now no one else has an answer to. That's not to say that in a month Twitch will go, we can do it too. You know, they're Twitch. Like they're the biggest, the biggest out there. So if, if this shows... That there's any promise around it, I think we'll see someone else pull 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 out the stops and, and make sure it happens. But as of right now, this is a unique thing to uh, Microsoft. Mm -hmm. Now you can use Mixer on the PC, so right. it's not just Xbox, but it's now finally hitting the Xbox side of it. Yeah, impressive. Um, I don't own my Xbox One anymore, but uh, maybe when I get my One X, 
I'll be able to uh, check all these features out. There you go. Which is November, by the way. It's coming up. November 6th. We still can't pre-order it either. I know. <laughs> kind of weird. <clears throat> Especially once they give you a price point. They give you a price point, yeah. a release date, and then they don't let you pre-order it. Like, yeah, it usually yeah. happens right away. So. Normally, the pre-order goes up before the announcement, yeah. which is weird. So, All right. Uh, next story is we have the, this past weekend was EVO. So it's the biggest fighting game tournament uh, in, in, the, in the world every year where... The best of the best get together, and, they, and games from Street Fighter, Tekken, Smash Brothers, Injustice, ev- everything gets played. Uh, so we had a lot of news come out of it this year, though, and that's that's what I wanted to cover. With some of the, you know, we, we get a lot of we get a lot of shit talking in the Discord and on on social media that we don't cover the fighting genre enough, right, Cable? Yes, we yeah. don't cover it enough. So I'm giving We're you. We're not going to mention I'm, who it is, but their initials start with Miggy. Yeah, there's another one out there too, but I thought he was referencing me because that's the other person. No, there's another person. So there's three then. Yeah, it's three. Whatever. Hey, you know what? You're part of the show. You could build your own segment that's like, you know, Cable's Corner. I mean, I do, but I don't cover fighting games like that. I thought you meant um, the brutish one. I do. Yeah, that's yeah. that's who I'm talking about. Oh, I get it. It's you. I get <laughs> it. I was a little slow on that one. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Yep, yep. Okay, <laughs> anyways, we got some fighting game news. We're bringing it to you. We're going to start with Street Fighter. Street Fighter Five gets new stages and costumes July 25th. New stages and costumes? Yeah, just what we needed. The game's hollow as hell and no one plays it anymore. But we get new skins for our trash-ass characters. You wanted this. We're giving it to you. This is why I don't bring up fighting games like this because you're just it's just going to get it's just going to get I'm a Mortal shit Kombat on. fanboy. It's just going to get shit so. on by this one that's wearing a, a really nice shirt by the way. Thank you. Sci-Fi it, got it for me. It's very yeah. soft too. Yeah, thank you. Jazzy, yeah. you want to feel? It's very soft. Oh, I like it. All now right, calm so, your ass down, Ray. All right. <laughs> according, according to Capcom's recent blog post, three of the outfits and one uh, one of the two new stages are inspired by old Street Fighter titles. Uh, the stage in question is Ryu's home level, uh, Shizaku Castle, which first appeared in Street Fighter Two. So that's pretty. It cool. looks good. It looks yeah. Good. No, they, yeah, they look cool. Um, the retro style costumes for Alex and was it Ibuka Ibuki. And are reminiscent of their Street Fighter 3 looks while Yuri's outfit comes from Street Fighter 4. Each of the costumes, here you go, everybody, get ready. Each of the costumes will cost you $4. Yeah, screw that. $4? For, no. no. And, and time out. Capcom. Time no. out. That's time why out. Capcom lost I, me so long I ago. I think you can earn some of these in game, though, maybe. I know you can earn the characters in game. I don't know if you're going to earn the costumes in-game. So, yes, it costs money, but you might not have to spend money if you play enough of the game. So there Listen, you go. I made the mistake Maybe of not, buying though. Street Fighter V when it came out. I sold it, and I wouldn't buy it back for $4. <laughs> the other set of costumes and the second new stage are inspired by the upcoming Capcom Pro Tour. You have Guile, Ryu, and Ken will get new outfits, and the new stage is the Kanzuki Family Stadium. Each of the Capcom Pro Tour costumes will cost five ninety nine, while the stage will run players ten dollars. Ten dollars. Do you remember stage. when ten? Uh, <laughs> what? No, nope. This no. isn't even DLC. No, You're paying is... individually for everything. Ten dollars for a stage? But you can per you can purchase a premiere pass 
for $25. The pass comes with three outfits and the Kanzuki Family Stadium, along with one exclusive CPT-themed color option for all 28 characters and the Capcom Cup 2017 and the Capcom Pro Tour 2017 titles. Okay, so I'm going to go back to saying what I was going to say here. Do you remember when Xander just, like, ripped me a new one because I was like, Street Fighter V, of course it's hollow because we're going to get four other games. We're going to get Street Fighter V Ultra and Street Fighter V Super Ultra and Street Fighter V Ultra Ultra, right? It's going to happen. Yeah, make he goes, Ultra Super. He goes, no, they came out and said they're not going to do that, blah, 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 right? I didn't realize they were going to nickel and dime us up the asshole, so I'm sorry, Xander. You were right. They're just going to pin they're just gonna nickel and dime us in every way. Oh, you like this stage? $10. Oh, you like that glove? That's $4. Oh, you want the other glove? The other glove's $5. It's like, what? I just paid $4 for this glove. Why is the left glove more? Like, obviously, I'm getting a little ridiculous here, but still. I'm not a fan of this microtransaction bullshit that Capcom's trying here. $10 is not a microtransaction. <laughs> it's literally holding you upside down by your ankles and shaking money out of your pockets. Yeah. yeah. That that is uh man. Yeah. Man. Well, I got more Street Fighter news because you wanted it, Gamezilla fans. Street Fighter 5's next character is a Final Fight crossover, and it's coming out July 25th. Oh, I thought it was going to be extra angry Akuma because they're terrible at coming up with new no. characters. Instead, they couldn't come up with their own characters, so they took one from Final Fight, and uh, Muscle Man Abigail from Final Fight is stomping his way into Street Fighter V on July 25th. So oh, no, he looks kind of cool. I'll give yeah, him that. Yeah, I figured you'd like him because he's this big big dude, you yeah, know, big, ro- Roadhog style. Yeah, you know me. Yep. So He's Zangief. Yeah, so you're going to be getting this new character. Um, his normal costume has him wearing a tank top with tires around his arms, acting as sweatbands. His battle costume changes his hair considerably to red dreadlocks, and he wears tires and chains instead. Meanwhile, on his story costume, he'll be wearing the level 3 helmet from Player Unknown Battlegrounds. But not really. It just looks exactly <laughs> like the helmet from Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Um, yeah, so... $10 for a stage. <laughs> I'm not going to get over that. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, hey, you, you can. Uh, yeah. In Final Fight, Abigail was a member of the Mad Gear Gang, and he ran a scrap metal yard in the Metro City Bay area. The stage outside his garage will be released as a stage on July 25th as well. This doesn't say anything about purchasing, so I don't probably, know. Probably $10. <laughs> no, but you could get the super ultra rare Chun Li skin where her outfit is exactly the same but she wears a sexy garter on one of her legs $49.99 sign me up I guess <laughs> now mind you if you have if you have like a season pass or whatever or with characters you can earn character I know for a fact you can earn characters in the game I just don't know if the costumes and stuff if they're not oh my you. gosh that does look like a player on all battlegrounds oh, yeah. level 3 helmet 100% okay I'm not done with street fighter though Oh, I got more Street Fighter news. Street Fighter EX dev April Fool's fighting game is real. And it includes Skullamania. Now you're getting interested. Is that it. a tie in with Skullgirls? No. 
It's it's a character that was was part of uh, was part of EX Star, Street Fighter EX. Oh, Anyways, that, I don't even know what game that is. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Anyways, there's a, so basically when, when was Street Fighter EX a game? Uh, a long time ago. Okay. Like, yeah. While 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 back. But anyways, I guess I don't know. I yeah. stopped caring about generations ago. Anyways, the uh, interesting thing about this is that April Fools they they showed this trailer and everyone thought it was a joke. You know, they thought it was a cool looking joke, but they thought it was a joke. Turns out. It's not a joke. The game is real. They showed the trailer at Evo, and they said release date is probably going to be April 1st, 2018. So they're, they're really playing off this April Fool's joke, but they showed the trailer. They showed some returning characters, including Skullamania, that, uh, every, you know, a fan favorite. I'm not much of an EX series, like, expert, but it, it was interesting to see uh, this game kind of come out of nowhere, and everyone thought it wasn't real. So here you go. It's it's real, and it's uh, it's coming out. There's trailers that you can watch, and ten dollars, <laughs> probably more watch than the ten dollars. No, watch the trailer. Ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are paying a lot of money to show this to you right now in the live stream. Yes. The only way Capcom is ever going to get me back, and it's a, still a maybe. New Darkstalkers game. That's the only way Capcom's going to ever bring me yeah. back to their their fighting universe. Other than that, but look I'm, at that I'm guy. He's got a wrestling belt. Yeah, but I could go play a wrestling bit. Okay, Sar- new Saturday Night Slam Masters could get me back into the Capcom Did he fighting. He just game. humped him. Yeah, he humped him. Yeah. That's what I'm into. <laughs> look yeah. at that. Yeah, yeah, this guy just looks like a Zangief knockoff. Yeah, he is a Zangief. There's a lot knockoff. of humping though. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little. <laughs> All right, Capcom is next. Not, you and I are done. Capcom. Next story is another surprise. Super Smash Bros. mod team reveals its own fighting game. An open be- an open beta is planned uh, to release this fall, but Wave Dash Games, a studio made up of some of the people behind the Super Smash Bros. Brawl Project M mod, is working on its own familiar fighting game. Revealed at EVO 2017, Icons Combat Arena is a 3D platform-based fighter which looks quite similar to Super Smash Bros. Players can fight offstage and then charge back on, wave dash, and even hang on the edge. Combat Arena's characters also offer similar movesets to popular Smash Bros. fighters, and you can uh, watch, again, you'll be able to watch this trailer right in our description on MotorCityGaming.com. Icons Combat Arena is free to play, so they're uh, they're moving in a different direction. Free to play game with an open beta being planned for launch on Steam sometime this fall. The game won't feature any Nintendo branded characters whatsoever. Wave Dash Games is also promising it will listen to fan feedback closely and make any requested changes before the beta's release. So this looks like a cool game to me. Yeah, it looks really cool. And, you know, we've played Brawlhalla, we've played, um... Uh, Brawl Out. Brawl Out, and, you know, so some of these other, you know, Smash Bro clones that have started to pop up, and they're a lot of fun, and it's refreshing to not always be Smash Bros. So, I'm, uh, I'm interested in this one, and, and the beta on Steam will be something that I'll probably want to give it a try. So... All right, that's my Evo news. That's my fighting game news. I brought it to you because right now it matters. I hope you enjoyed Evo. I hope you enjoyed our news. Hopefully we didn't shit on Street Fighter too much. But I did play- Not more than it deserves. We didn't crap on it more than Capcom has done themselves. Yeah. But I did play more Injustice 2 and watch a lot of Injustice 2 uh, with God of Games, AJ, over uh, after we watched the Game of Thrones. We hung out and we played some, and he was showing me 
his ridiculous skill set with Harley Quinn. I mean, he nice. was going online in ranked games and just owning people. Awesome. So, um, but I will have to say, I I want to pull back a little bit of the negativity on Justice Two now that I'm starting to get more into it. I'm starting to understand how I can chain into some of those moves, and I'm also starting to realize that the the ultimates, the super moves, are they're not like yes, you have them, and yes, they're maybe like a last ditch effort. But people use counter burn so Correct. much and, they, and and everything. So really, you're charging up that bar not to blow it all on one move. It's it's so that you can you know you can counter, you can you can power up regular moves multiple times, all sorts of cool stuff. Air dash, you know, get out of juggles, things like that. Um, you know, so I, I wanna I wanna say, Injustice Two has a second yeah. life with me. We did we did say that was because we don't know how to play it. So I mean, yeah, I, I don't. You know, that's that that's definitely the problem. Next story. Hold on. Oh, here's my Evo news. I didn't watch any of the Evo tournaments. However, I got a Snapchat from Sci-Fi AJ that said, man, Echo Fox versus Echo Fox in this finals? These your dudes? In which I replied, man, I don't know nothing about Echo Fox fighting. I barely know anything about Echo Fox at League. I just know Frog is my boy and this is a pretty cool logo. So, no, I don't know anything about any of these Echo Fox players. But shout out Echo Fox. At least you're being honest. Next topic. Big news. Gran Turismo Sport gets a release date. And we have a competition for the first time in a long time. Gran Turismo Sport will be coming out this October, one month ahead of the new Forza. Ooh. So we are talking the, the, the original king of simulation racing, is going to be taking on the current king in Forza, and they're going to get a little bit of a head start. So uh, it'll be releasing on PlayStation 4 on October 17th in North America and October 18th in Europe and Australia. That's really it. I mean, if you're excited for Gran Turismo, it's been a long time coming, and, and it looks gorgeous. I mean, the game looks real pretty. It's probably going to run beautifully on the PS4 Pro, and... Uh, it's definitely going to just go head to head with Forza. I think. I think this is going to be a really good for anybody that's into racing games. It's going to be a good holiday season. You tell me they did not know this release date a month oh, ago, 100%. and they could have put a sweet ass car on their stage and then announced it at E3. <laughs> Come on, Sony, get your shit together. They could have, but now now they've um, yeah now they've uh, you know solidified this whole this whole. We get we're gonna come out first, which is funny because the game's release date was previously narrowed down to the fall 2017 and was originally scheduled to launch in November. Mm-hmm. So they've actually bumped it so that they're not in the same exact you know slot as Forza. They want to get that head that slight head start, and it makes sense, you know. So it's a smart move by Sony, uh, and it does have VR built into it. So you are going to have uh, VR support, which is going to be something that you won't have on Forza. So you already have one selling point there if you're uh, in- invested into the PSVR. That could actually be a very fun VR experience is to play yeah. a high-quality racer, a sim in that way. Yeah, I got to play um, Drive Club VR, which was a, it was, you know, it was a, a demo, you know, really. Right. But it still was really cool. It was it was a very interesting and unique perspective on racing. It made you feel more like in the car, and and being able to walk around the car and actually like inspect things was was really cool. So I think uh, I think it's it's gonna obviously it's Gran Turismo. I think it'll do just fine. But 
Get a head start. That's pretty Man, cool. That's shout cool. out the day that we put Cable's son in the VR and put him in Drive Club. And he, like, started off crashing and everything, and by the end was, like, actually by the racing end, the car. By the end, you mean, like, three minutes later, yeah. he was actually accelerating, braking, taking turns, and it was, like, it instantly was, like, wow, VR VR is really cool. Like, here's a here's a kid that if you put him in a, a normal racer, he's hitting the walls, and he's just he's having fun, right? Like, Cable's told us in the past, playing Lego Marvel and just, like, you know, yeah. just sits he in the city. He just picks up cars and, and throws, throws them into right? the ocean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> the, yeah. So the, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. So the fact that like within minutes he adapted because of the perspective was you know it was proof that VR is it, is a very powerful tool um, when used properly. All right, my next piece is my is it's my bitch moment. Okay. It's it's not real news yet, but it could be news, and that's Major League Baseball is considering a trademark challenge over the over the Overwatch League logo. Okay, so I read this in disbelief that they've actually already even bothered to file anything because they. I guess I guess the second so how the law works, and I learned a little bit here is that when you feel there's some sort of trademark infringement, you have 30 days from basically when it happens to either put a disagreement out there, file paperwork saying that hey someone's infringing on me, or 30 days to request more time. 29 days in or something like that, like last minute, Major League Baseball decides to ask for more time. So they get another 60 days. July 26th is a few days away, and that is their new deadline to decide if they're going to actually file a claim. But they're out there considering this. And I'm just kind of sitting here. I like, I like. okay, we're from Michigan. I like my Detroit Tigers, right? They're They're struggling, but... And baseball is Struggling. baseball is loved. Yeah. Baseball is loved by millions, right? But fuck you, MLB. Like they're like, well, it's just, it's two tone, and their characters white, and they're facing in the same direction. And I'm like, come on, are you really? It's Tracer with guns in her. They, oh, good job, Cable. If you're on Twitch right now, you're getting treated right. This is garbage right here, okay? No way, if, if they do file paperwork, there is no way that court a court should ever allow Major League Baseball to force Blizzard to change that logo. I am sorry. I do not agree with this. It's like me saying, like, well, um, you know, your logo kind of your logo kind of looks like mine. This isn't vanilla ice and, and, and the, the whole issue with ice ice baby or whatever. This is like it's it's a different color pattern. The 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 font's different. The structure of the wording below is different. The structure of the character is different. Who the hell? Can, so you're telling me I can't pick a two tone logo, put a white silhouette, anything? Like, are you telling me that if Blizzard flipped Tracer so she was facing the other way, you wouldn't you wouldn't mind? Like, come on. There's not a baseball in there. There's not a bat in there. It's not red and blue. I just think it's garbage, and I almost it actually makes me mad at Major League Baseball. It makes me mad at the, the people that are in charge of this shit. You know what would be super funny that I would love to see happen? If Major League Baseball wins this and forces Blizzard to change Overwatch's um, league logo, and they legit change the black to white and tracer to black, and then just flip her. 
Yeah. And then they say, oh, fuck I'd, you, Major yeah. League Baseball. I'd lo- yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd love them to rub it in their face for sure. I just was like, it's so petty. It's so petty. Like, you're Major League Baseball. They're not bothering you at all. Leave them the fuck alone and go worry about your sport that's slowly dying, in my opinion. It's why you're freaking out trying to figure out how to speed up games and make them more exciting and blah, blah, blah. Worry about your sport and leave it. Like, come on. It'd be different if it, it'd be different. If they were coming after us for our retro T-shirts we made, not, not to mention, not that we made any retro T-shirts or anything. No. Then, okay, you know they're sitting around like, what the hell is an Overwatch, and why do they have a league? Yeah. What is that? Is that a female playing sports? Absolutely not. Sue them. <laughs> like you they know have no idea what Overwatch is. They just think. You know what's funny about this is the Overwatch League is a in order to franchise a team into the Overwatch League, it's twenty million dollars to franchise a team. I am gonna have to double check my facts, but I'm pretty sure two major baseball organizations purchased Overwatch yep. teams. <laughs> yeah. So you're fucking your own teams. Florida Marlins and the Marlins and the Mets. Yeah. 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 Both bought a twenty five, a twenty thousand, or twenty million dollar into the Overwatch. It is so dumb that you even that you even filed for an (laughs) extension. Coming up, twenty eighteen, brand new baseball game published by Capcom. (laughs) Complete jackassery, the entire thing. Yeah, but Uh, actually, you can't even play the game unless you pay for the start button. My thing is, you didn't say shit to MLG. Because their shit looks just like yours. MLG is, oh my god. It's I didn't sexy. even think about it. It's blue and it. red. I didn't even think about it. It is, it is, oh. Are they going to sue the NBA? Because it's pretty damn close it's there. damn close too. That's what I mean. Every sport has this image thing going on. Like, what do you mean you want to go after Overwatch? Like, come on. I, I just, yeah, I had to have a little, a mini bitch fest there. Like, nothing's yeah. actually been done. But, it, is another one. but if by July 26th we actually find something, we're going to be having an alpha show about this because I'm going to need to yell. I censored myself there. I'm going to need to be upset because this is ridiculous. And that's why I watch minor league baseball. Yeah. Go whatever the team was called that I like. Westside Wooly Mammoth. Yeah. From the, the United yeah. Shore Baseball League here in Michigan. Yep. The my hometown team, the Birmingham Bloomfield Beavers. Mm-hmm. All right. The Utica Unicorns. You know about the Unicorns, Jesse? <laughs> There's a frog one, too. Yeah, yeah the East Side Diamond Hoppers. You know about the Diamond Hoppers, Jesse? Yeah. Hey, I they know about the, the Unicorns, right? We're all, going called? To, we're all going to the United Shores yeah. Baseball League. They're called the Unicorns of Love. They're an eSports team out of Next Europe. Next story. I'm sure that their symbols are, are similar, so they might get sued by the unicorns of Utica. No, the unicorn, Utica <laughs> unicorns have a badass logo. They do, yeah. All right, next story. Right we're going to wrap. Th- we're going to wrap this up with the uh, the big news of the week, and that was uh, Disney had a convention, the D twenty three Expo, and Kingdom Hearts three was the main focus. People, we got a bunch of content. We got to see a new trailer. We got new gameplay, and Kingdom Hearts three is coming in twenty eighteen. We were told. 2018. I hit the wrong button. Sorry about the horn. I hit the wrong button. 
So, I wasn't looking at the revealed camera. during the D23 Expo, a new trailer showcasing Toy Story as a Kingdom Hearts 3 world. Also confirmed the game will be released in 2018 for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Fans have long awaited a release window for the sequel following Square's first official debut of Kingdom Hearts 3 at E3 2013. So here we that are. That was a lifetime. I know. So, uh, yeah, just to give you an example, the last numbered sequel, of King, which was Kingdom Hearts 2, released in 2005. I don't even remember back then. I was, yeah. I was a baby. Now, there's been several other games, <laughs> uh, prequels and stuff like that, but, but the last actual uh, um, numbered sequel. So this is you know, connected with that. So, but Toy Story joins the returning world of Hercules, uh, which is another one that, we, that we've uh, confirmed, and the... Um, uh, already announced worlds of Tangled and Big Hero Six. Man, Tangled's gonna be dope. Yeah, but oh, the, I'm looking forward to Big Hero Six. Yeah, Man. the toy, the Toy my Story. Dude, my dude, Pascal Maximus. The Toy Story level that we got to see at D23 though was super That's cool. cool. You, you know, you're done up to look like obviously a a figure, and it it looks fantastic. I'm just watching it right now on the Twitch stream. I'm like. Oh, God, I want it right now. So, um, but we. I mean, it's super smart being Pixar's biggest movie. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a universe they haven't explored in any previous games. So, you know, and obviously the previous games were before, uh, might have been before Pixar. No, they did Toy Story. No, no, before they were bought by Disney. Before they, oh, were, oh, yeah, before before Disney. Disney's yeah. released all of their films, yeah. but they eventually acquired yeah. the entire studio. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's where I was getting at. But we're not done with the Kingdom Hearts. News because Kingdom Hearts 3 director hints at a second playable character. So Tetsuya Nomura hints that someone besides Sora will be playable. They did not tell us who, they did not show us anything, but he has come out and quoted that there is going to be a character besides Sora. So that's cool. First time ever. Something that, that's you know that, that's gonna be new. We'll find out more as time goes on, but we found that out, and then he was asked about Kingdom Hearts 3 director not considering the Switch version until after Xbox One and PS4 versions are released. Didn't say no, didn't say not going to happen, said until the Xbox and PS4 versions are released. So for now, we want to focus on platforms we've already announced. So that's that's reassuring that a game that from the trailers that we've seen looks gorgeous they potentially believe could run on the uh on the nintendo switch so you know we we don't have obviously anything else as far as hardcore news about this but the fact that you know you didn't come out and just say yeah it's, you know we're not right now it's just not going to happen or it's not possible you know like some other companies have come out and said instead they're saying we're, we're gonna we're gonna look at that as well as Xbox One versions of Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 uh, and and 2.5 remixes, or Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue, which were all PlayStation exclusives. They're they're going to be. They're, they said they're willing to look into Xbox releases again after they get all this out f- that they've already talked about. So, man, you'd think they'd want to get it out as much as they can, since they only make main title <laughs> IPs like every 12 years. He went on to quote that the Nintendo Switch is definitely a very interesting piece of hardware, but we lightly say, but we, 
Uh, but if we lightly say, oh, yeah, we'll be on the Nintendo Switch, I'm sure people will come back and say, but what about the PS4 and Xbox One? We want them out first. Don't focus on other platforms, Nomura told told uh, IGN. And so for now, we want to focus on what platforms we've already announced. We're going to release Kingdom Hearts 3. And so, and so after, perhaps, maybe we can start thinking about other possibilities. That's a perfect answer. Like, this is the stuff that, like, you know, there's so many times where, like, people come out and they just throw up all over a microphone or, or an interview or whatever, and, we're just, and, we, and we ridicule them on this show, like, what were you thinking? Jim Ryan of PlayStation? What the hell were you thinking? Instead, this person comes out and just lays it down and says, have hope. I'm not promising anything, but we'll see. Perfect. So... We'll see what the Switch sales are at by the time we release it for Xbox PlayStation. There you go. I mean, I'm sure that has to do a factor with it. Absolutely. The more the more of an install base there is for the system, the more developers are going to say, we need to put games there yep. to make some money. Well, that was our attack on the news. For these topics and much more, visit our Facebook page, Motor City Gaming. Continue the conversation on the Discord, MotorCityGaming.com. You can join the Discord. Or, as Cable likes to say, if you're ever in our Twitch channel, Twitch.tv, GameZilla Podcast, if you're ever in there and you just hit exclamation point Discord, yep. you'll get a link and you can just join that way. Neat. Do it tonight. Or do it next time, cable streaming some Destiny, or whatever it is. Damn it, do it now. Yeah. Just do it. I just did it. Yeah, cable. Damn, cable, you're my hero. Yeah. All right, well, that, that, was the, that was the news. But before we give Jazzy any room to do anything, I do have one more small thing, and that is Muster Bust! In concert, they would fight this evil in a duel to the death. This war was an all-out effort whose ultimate purpose was to save our planet from total destruction. Must or bust? That's right. This is a motherfucking filibuster. I ain't ever given the mic over to Jazzy. We're going 15 hours long on this podcast. Everyone's going to leave. <laughs> but... You called it out. You wanted more of these out this week, muster bus buys, and I thought this week deserved some attention. We all know one game why, but we're going to get into a few before that, and that is going to start us with what remains of Edith Finch for the Xbox One. This is a game that we saw at some of the conventions. Uh, it's a game that Brick Bitch played on the PC or on the PS4, completed it in about three, four hours. It's not a long game, but I will tell you if you're into this style of an unfinished swan or a life is strange, things like that, this game is really cool and you'll probably have a really good time. I think it's a must for I think it's like a twenty dollar game. It's not you know, it's not full price. And uh, if you're on the Xbox One looking for content, it's coming your way. July it's coming today. Today, Tuesday. 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 Yeah. So there you go. It's out today on the Xbox One. Download only. Muster Bust. Uh, what, what do you? Th- I mean, none of you own Xbox, but if you did, you've seen this game. If if I still own my Xbox, I would. It's a must for me. Um, I played Gone Home. It's similar to like a Gone Home type of game. Played Gone Home. Loved it. Um, I didn't actually play uh, Firewatch, which is also similar. Great game. But I watched Cable stream it all on Twitch. So love that game as well, at least from the visual standpoint. So it's a must if you've got an Xbox. Yep. Next game, 
coming out for the PS4, Orcs Must Die Unchained, and that is today as well, downloadable on the PS4. Orcs Must Die Unchained is a fast-paced fortress siege action game in which teams of heroes battle head-to-head to attack and defend ancient strongholds. For the first time in Orcs Must Die series, teams of players are responsible for both sides of the battle, building traps to stop the enemy assault and summoning their own armies to lead against the enemy defense. If you've never played an Orcs Must Die game, it, they're fun. They're, they're an arcadey, fun siege game. Again, another cool little time waster on the PlayStation Four. I think I think it's 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 a must. It's it's going to be uh, it's going to be a fun time. Uh, for me, it just depends on the way that I'm going to play it. If uh, I get some people online to play it with me, then I'm definitely would like to try it out. But if it's something I'm going to sit down and do solo, not going to happen. Next game, Moon Hunters, Xbox One, Wednesday, July 19th. Downloadable on the Xbox One, Moon Hunters offers gamers a chance to take a mystical journey where up to four players can work together to solve ancient mysteries, building mythologies. Explore a gorgeous, procedurally generated pixel world that's rich with hand-painted characters, non-linear stories, and arcane lore. I know nothing about this game, but again, for the Xbox side, if you're looking for something that looks like up to four-player co-op, sounds like a potential fun game. Maybe it's that cool game that you also fire up Mixer and you stream three screens at once and have a good time. Yep, same as last one. If it's multiplayer, I'd do it. Solo, wouldn't even, wouldn't even probably play it. <laughs> Fair enough. Here's a game that uh, I don't think a lot of people... Well, I guess a lot of people probably do know it's coming, but I forgot about it a little bit, but I was really interested at the conventions again. Gigantic. Gigantic hits Thursday, July 20th on Steam, and it's going to be downloadable on the Xbox One. Gigantic combines shooting and strategy gameplay for hardcore five-on-five MOBA action designed for skilled gamers. Choose from a huge roster of unique heroes, each with fantastical spells, weapons, and abilities. Fight against enemy teams, summoning incredible creatures to combat the foe. Race to power up your team's guardian before your enemy beats you to the five-story high punch. Fully powered guardians go gigantic and help take out the enemy. Prove you have what it takes to ensure your guardian rules the day. Whatever this game costs, probably a waste of money because we damn well know you can buy Battleborn for $3. (laughs) And that's probably what you should be doing. Absolutely. This is hot garbage. No, it's not. First of all, don't even put the word MOBA in it. Battleborn. This is Battleborn. Battleborn. Man, do you remember this Battleborn was the hottest MOBA of last year. This is what Battleborn should have been. I mean, we can only hope. No, we know. No, Battleborn should have been Battleborn. Battleborn. And y'all need to get in with it. First of all, we saw Battleborn at PAX Prime 2015, and then we never saw it again. Gigantic was at every damn convention. If it was anything like Battleborn and had any of the problems like Battleborn did, no we wouldn't have seen full-size demonstration booths like we did, let alone the lines that we, where we couldn't even get to the damn game. I so. think history would show Battleborn also had <laughs> great lines, fantastic lines. <laughs> All, you know it, I know it. He's hitting me. Ah, oh, the jabs. Welcome back, Battleborn. Hey, lines. He's correct. 
However, the lines were to take pictures of that sweet setup that they did of yeah. characters, 100%. and nobody was playing the game. Yeah. Because they were too mesmerized by the showmanship. <laughs> you know it, I know it, we all know it. Battleborn. They at least do have cooler looking characters like a ninja frog and stuff like that. I don't that even know what you're what you're complaining about because guess what? You're going to try it cuz you try every single one of these, Mr. What was the other game? Paragon. 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 I almost called it Polygon. If it's got the word MOBA in it, I got to try it. I know. It. So you either... try Paladins too? Uh I I've I have not Actually playing Paladins, but you downloaded it. But I've downloaded it. it. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> I think it looks cool. I want to like that style, game, so I, cool. I want somebody to. Who's going to download that game? Play with me. What Paladins? Paladins. Jazzy, did you play Far Quest Forevermore? I'll play Overwatch yeah. before I play Paladins. <laughs> <laughs> it's good because I made that game up. There's no game called Far Quest Forevermore. Layton's Mystery Journey. <laughs> Next game is Layton Mystery Journey. Catriel. Okay. Oh yeah, the professor. Catriel. Shout out Catriel. And the Millionaire's Conspiracy. Coming out on iOS and Android Thursday, July 20th. This is the this is the $10 smartphone game we talked about. I thought it was 15. Or maybe it was 15. I think it was yeah. 15. It was 14.99. It was steep, yeah. Yep. Um I think I want I'm going to pass and maybe wait see what the 3DS version brings later later this year or or later time period. And then of course, the Big boy, the champion, Splatoon 2. It's going to be a buzz. Cable? You watch your dirty mouth. I All know right. that desk has most of my equipment on it, but I will burn it to the ground. <laughs> hey, I just want to let everybody know that's listening to the podcast and watching us live on Twitch that Cable hopped into GameZilla podcast streaming the Splatfest this weekend. All four hours, we streamed it all. And then the very next day, we get a picture uh, of them buy, of uh, Amber buying a Switch saying, it's for the kids. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, right. It's it so you can play Splatoon 2. Yeah, right. Listen, Cable, I it. Cable, you damn well know the only thing for the children is the games of the podcast. <laughs> get high and Wu we'll, Tang, we'll of course, is for the children. Get this hyped. Is, no, this is it's the reason Gamezilla's for the children. He's going to be like, hey, uh, kids, uh, bring over your Switch, and then uh, you could play the Switch while you're you know, at the house here. And then as soon as they walk in with it, he's going to be like, hey, I'll let you play my Overwatch account. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, they're more excited for Splatoon. That's the reason why we got it for them. Get hyped for the sequel to hit, get, hit game about splatting ink and claiming turf as the squid-like inklings return to the colorful and chaotic 4v4 action shooter. For the first time, take turf war battles on the go via local multiplayer and portable play styles. You can also compete in frantic online matches like never before. Two years have passed since the release of Splatoon, and two years has also passed in the game world, leading to an evolution in fashion trends and new styles of weapons, gear, staying fresh, never looked so good. We played four hours of Splatfest. One type of gameplay, two maps that changed changed after two hours. So we got four maps, one game mode, and and I was enough. I could I could have played another four hours. Like I, I ran around the lobby <laughs> for forty minutes after it was over. I did too because I didn't want to turn it off. I was like, maybe the glitch and let me back in. 
Splatoon 2, if you own a Switch or if you're thinking about getting a Switch, this is a great time to jump in uh, for buying a Switch. If you already own a Switch, this is a must-buy. It's a must-own. I bought Splatoon 1 on a, on a day that like they, they released some Amiibos, and I went to go get the Amiibos. They're like, well, you want Splatoon as well? And I remember like looking at the person like, uh, yeah, whatever, just throw it on there. And then it stayed sealed in my room for like a week. I was like, man, I paid 60 bucks for this game. I should at least put it in my system and see what it is. And I played one round, and I was like, Jazzy, get over here right now. You have to see this. And then he played one round, and it was one of those moments where he dropped the controller and goes, where can I go right now to buy a, a Wii U? And I was like, and I was like, was like midnight. I was like, who wants to buy a Wii U? But yeah, you know, like that's, that's how sweet Splatoon is. It is, it is a great yeah. game. And this this new one looks fantastic. Plus, you know what the best part about it being on the Nintendo Switch is? It's cartridge-based, so your friend's kids won't snap your disc in half. This is true. This is true. Just saying. I'm going to be fair. I'm going to be... <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come out... Oh, the toasty button doesn't work. <laughs> You're going to have to fix what Jazzy broke. Man. I know. I forgot. You've been gone. You were gone. You got kicked off the show, and he broke a bunch of stuff. So. I told you you have to hold the keyboard behind your head and then hit the I button. didn't even defend my honor. I lost in our... Fight club. You'll get you'll get redemption time. I'm sure. Yeah, like I said, we'll let we'll uh, we'll pull yeah. out what is WrestleMania 2000. No oh, mercy. I get to pick next week. You do get to pick. Yeah. Left behind two. <laughs> <laughs> three, three, three. No, no, he's got three. Oh, oh that was oh. his game choice. Oh, so. I got you. Yeah. I'm gonna bring left behind one. We're gonna play through the full series. <laughs> <laughs> Forty-five levels. All right, that's your muster bus for the week. There's hopefully some games there that you can get excited about. But uh, we're gonna move into some emails. Let's hope the button works. It does not. Pausing again. I remember that was bro from last week. Remember and you didn't fix it I yet. didn't fix it because I'm a lazy piece of crap. Here's some emails. Now you got to get to carry you out in Splatoon. Ain't nobody going to need to carry me. I'm saying. Damn, man, Should carry you and Jazzy. Come on, just work. Listen, Splatoon is not <laughs> Overwatch, all right? We got that shit down. <laughs> she do definitely better than Button Match Caleb. <gasps> well... <laughs> Man. Well, you write them, we read them. It's time for emails. Jazzy broke it. <laughs> <laughs> Used to work. All right, we'll just lead in this way. You can influence the show and get early access to GameZilla Alpha by supporting us at patreon.com slash GameZilla Podcast. Like also, our first question. Also, if you join Patreon and support us, it will help us rid ourselves of this. Jazzy Fiddle. Horrible person that breaks the soundboard. What is he pointing at? He's like uh, you. He's like <laughs> he's like man. The desktop's so messy. Dead eye. Dead eye. Crazy. I'm gonna put shit in folders, and then all of a sudden, all the links are broken. I thrive in chaos. Yeah. Well. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. Your chaos gave me diabetes. Give us some emails. Well, you better stay away from all your sugary treats, then, you son of a bitch. Testonomics says, does the playful attitude and bright colors of Splatoon 2 make it more appealing to the casual gamers? Does this help Nintendo from a sales perspective more so than it hurts Nintendo trying to make an eSport relevant? Testonomics. Well, I mean... We always joke about Splatoon in one way. So you have Call of Duty and you have Splatoon. Call of Duty is built for adults... Splatoon's built for kids. And yet the 40-year-olds play Splatoon and the 12-year-olds play Call of Duty. So, it like, I don't know, but 
it's the game is appealing and the bright colors are nice and 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 just you know you go into a game and you get a different you get a different ink color it's just it's just fun so i think yeah i think the art style of the game overall is a huge benefit to nintendo and a huge benefit to anything they want to do with it as far as esport i think the game's appealing um, if they do gear it towards esports, I think it's smart because there's only so like they came out with the concept of you know inking the most map, most of the map to win as their initial like gameplay. Then they added in a, bu- a bunch of different uh, other modes that you could play, like capture the point and you know escort the payload type of stuff. And uh, they're basically just going to run into the problem that a lot of games do, where they just run out of ideas of like game modes to play or maps to do. Because you're just regurgitating the same stuff on different maps and with different outfits, not necessarily guns. So gearing Splatoon 2 towards an eSport type of thing where you can actually create some sort of professional level play is going to keep this game going forever. Yeah. I mean, Splatoon 1 saw a decent tournament life, you know, um, that wasn't supported by Nintendo at all. So if Nintendo is even considering putting some some muscle behind this and actually supporting one of their games, then, uh, yeah, the sky's the limit. I would think playing Capture a Flag on Splatoon would be very interesting. That you actually have to ink your pathway yeah. and to get through from one side to the other. I think that would be a very interesting take on Capture the Flag. Yeah. The game the game is, is very unique in, in a way that I never thought... I thought we... You know, shooters are shooters. We've really seen... A lot. And every once in a while, there's like one mechanic that's a little different. They were like, oh, that's cool. But Splatoon like was like, whoa, this is way different. You know, like if Jazzy would take a roller and just and would and would just work on coverage. And yeah, maybe you get a couple kills, but like you didn't have to. You could as a team, you could focus kind of like Overwatch. Overwatch has kind of done the same thing where you don't have to be a DPS just you know, headshot mastermind to have success in this game and to have fun with this game. So that I think that's a huge piece to this. And because of its color and, and its kiddiness and all that stuff, it could be shown and played anywhere. There's no restrictions to this game. There's no like, well, we can't put that on TV because there's blood or there's, you know, like, it's just, you could literally put that anywhere on cable TV all the way, obviously, onto Twitch and stuff, but it, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. It's timeless. Yeah. Sunday morning Splatoon. Can't put it on YouTube tournaments. because Nintendo will copyright you. But but Nintendo can put it on YouTube. <laughs> right. Unless they copyright themselves. Yeah. I don't know. They, yeah, might. they might try to do that. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the question, Tess. Next question comes from The Glitch, and it says, It's been a few weeks since the huge summer sale on Steam. Are you still happy with your purchases? Any regrets? Anything in particular that you feel you have gotten more than your money's worth out of? I held out on buying on buying Firewatch, and it's a good thing I did because on sale today, it is $8 cheaper than a few weeks ago. Catch you on the flip side, the glitch. I don't. I mean, I don't regret my purchases because they were. I bought a lot of the highly discounted games, so um, so I don't regret them. I don't think anything surprised me beyond what I thought I was getting. Uh, deep, deep was deep is fun. We haven't we haven't played a lot depth. of it. Or, sorry, yeah, depth, depth, depth was fun. Um, we haven't played a ton of it, but it was ridiculous. I mean, it's so yeah. I think we got, I got my money's worth. You know, um, I have some cat, some Metroidvania games that I'm gonna get into. 
that I've never played before in like Hollow Knight and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, and picking up Portal and Portal Two for two bucks, like, you know, like why why yeah. not have that in the library? Did you get Owlboy? I pro- I think I did buy Owlboy. Yeah, I bought a, I bought like four Metroidvania games. Big, but I'm just trying not to start them until like I feel like like Cave Story's done, and then I'll move on. To the you know, like I don't want if with Metroidvania, it's just like it's it's the curse of Axiom Verge. I get I get into it, I'm I'm like hooked. I get sixty percent of the way, and then I get distracted and go over here, and I'm like, ooh, I'll play some Overwatch with you, and then I come back and I'm like, um, shit, delete the save file, start over. You know, <laughs> yeah. so like I definitely don't want to try to run multiple Metroidvania games. I think my problem right now is that I don't have enough time for all the games I bought. Yeah, that's that's a huge yeah, absolutely. I bought three. Uh, I bought Depth, and I even think just the first time where we got a group in there and and played, it was super fun. I know we'll uh, get some time to group up and play it again. Um, I don't think that's a game I'm going to hop in and and play some matches without without you guys because I just had a lot of fun with it while everybody was there. Um, I picked up Banished. Which was that kind of like you know story mode builder survive by building your community type of thing. Uh, I probably won't play that anymore, but I dumped ten, a good ten hours into it for two bucks. Absolutely worth my quick fix of wanting that kind of like roller coaster tycoonish like build your city type of thing. And then uh, I'm about a eighth of the way through Ori. And that story is just awesome. I'm like taking my time with that and really like reading everything and just honestly get lost in some of the details of the of the game and uh, just the cool like shadow effects they have in the background and you know catching the leaves that fly. It's it's crazy. I really like that. Like you, Ecto Cooler, um, uh, the glitch, um. Uh, Gotta Games, AJ, all are playing Ori right now for the first time, right? And so, like, I hype, you know, we, we hear, like, BMC, Button Master Caleb all the time, hype up a game, and, like, he hypes it so much, and people are like, yeah, it was, it was good. But, like, I I hold Ori very high on my all-time games list, and so to have everybody come back and really feel the same way, and, and basically, oh, and uh, Five Mile Rick was playing it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just, they all, you've all really, like, Told me that you feel that you're really enjoying it, and that's good. Like, whoa, whoa, man. Yep. I'm just too so excited. Everyone's enjoying Ori. I guess so. I just want to throw the keyboard around. Then I just like flip the keyboard in the air, like just for no reason, just out of anger. I yeah, because I'm having like just weird like outbursts of, I'm, of jazzy hate. Yeah, I'm a I'm a violent young man. Yeah, I'm disturbed. <laughs> All right, thanks for the question, Glitch. Um, that's, that's, I can't find the Facebook question. Oh my so God, pull that I'll up do for it me. for you. Just And while that is going on, I uh, do have a message from my sister, Jess, and she says, if you are doing a What Grinds My Gears fan edition on the podcast tonight, can you tell the people this for me? No, we're not doing a What Grinds My Gear fan edition, but, you know, while Jay looks up that question for me, I'm going to reveal your What Grinds My Gears. What Grinds My Gears is when I go to put my Pokemon on the gym, because she's still big in the Pokemon Go, and then says, 
but I fucking can't because somebody added a CP12 Weedle as the sixth guy to the gym. <laughs> yep, well, hey, that's why we don't play this game. That is, <laughs> Jess, that's some, uh, that's some real serious trash there. So. That's, why, that's why we play actual Pokemon games. That's what I did this week. All right, I found Pokemon. it. I found it already. That's how quick it was. Perfect, thanks. Press start, Frank. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Happy Marble Madness Monday. Ooh, ooh, I like this yeah, question see? already. Aren't you super Marble Madness? He's also a huge Metroid fan. Yeah. Long story short, yeah, I, I met this guy because he bought my extra copy of Super Metroid. I got you. All right. Happy Met Marble Madness Monday, everyone. If you guys haven't noticed, the world's greatest MMO of all time was just announced to be ported over on mobile devices. Ooh, Star Trek Online? No, that's right, kitties. We will now play RuneScape on the go. My question is, who is ready to destroy some noobs in the wild? Press start, Frank. RuneScape is... The fact that Rune... Like, RuneScape is so old school... And yes, so awesome that the fact that it's playable on a phone is that's, crazy. I'm still like just like thinking if that's even possible. Right. Um. I will definitely add it to my phone. So like, oh, yeah. a- absolutely, I will see what this is all about because again, it's crazy to think, you know. And yeah, we have Final Fantasy VII, and like, there's obviously like, it's it's we've seen some classic games all of a sudden get ported onto a phone, and it's been mediocre at best but this is interesting it's gonna be it's gonna it's it's that like kotar on a phone yeah exactly it's the old republic another one that was that's been <laughs> ported over to a phone from Listen, xbox one i will put a hundred original now that you brought it up i will put a hundred hours of runescape mobile in before i fucking touch that stupid ass fishing vr for final fantasy 15 <laughs> i thought he was gonna say disc jam yeah, I thought it was gonna be a. Dick. I would play Disc Jam before <laughs> I play that fishing. Man, VR. I wish I would have won today so we could be playing Disc Jam next week. Man, D- okay, Disc Jam pre-show before we record the podcast would be hype. All right, first of all, <laughs> I- I'm just gonna let everybody know that the winner doesn't get to pick the next game. That was the stipulation we set specifically for next week. Oh, last oh, week. for you guys. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. I just want to make sure people don't yeah. think that the winner it's gonna is be, No, pick. it's going to be a fan-based yeah. pick. Yeah, and it's, gonna be, going it's going to be a me pick eventually when I want to just watch you in pain. You picked that! You picked Playgrounds! Just because I blew my Retron up and I have to go out and b- find another one now, okay? Don't remind me that we had to play NBA Playgrounds, because I was like, well, what else has a US or uh, uh, HDMI port that's going to actually function for us? Anyways, thanks for the question. Press start, Frank. Yeah. There's actually 5,000 viewers in RuneScape right now on Twitch. RuneScape's huge still. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It has a following, no doubt. And the fact that you're going to be on mobile rocking this game is, is is wild. It's very wild. When does this go mobile? He, he didn't mention it. I actually, I actually, uh, man, let's see. I'm not right now. sure. Well, yeah, you look that up. We're going to actually do the podcast and keep things rolling here. So, okay. Is there any other questions that you need to talk I have about? Any other questions? Did you forget anyone's question? I probably did. I apologize. You will be on next week. All right. Maybe. Well, we want to thank. The Detroit Beard. Co- <laughs> we want to thank the Detroit Beard Collective once again for sponsoring this episode of the Gamezilla Podcast. Remember to use our code MC Gaming to save twenty percent on all your beard grooming orders over twenty five dollars. And if you use exclamation 
DBC in the Twitch chat. You get the link and the discount hey, code. My name's Cable. I'm doing all sorts of fancy shit on the Twitch. That's what he sounds like. Yeah, you sound just like him. That yeah. was remarkable. Thank you. Thank you. I've been working on that one. Listen here, jabronis. <laughs> if you have nothing better to do, no, scratch that. Clear your calendars. Thursday night, the 20th, be at the Michigan Science Center in downtown Detroit for Vintage Video Games After Dark 3, 4, what is it? Four, 4. I can never remember the name of the exact, exact name. Of the, old school gaming, it's happening at the Michigan Science Center, and Motor City Gaming will be there. And don't forget, we're giving away some tickets, so go to MotorCityGaming.com. It's a website. We're going to be in the Sega Zone. I didn't and, tell you guys that, but we're going to be in the Sega Zone. Oh, it's in the same spot as it was last time. Sega Zone? Yeah. Do you remember where the Sega Zone was? Uh-huh. B- uh, probably. Grim's going to have a boner the I whole like time we're in the it's Sega It's a good zone. spot, right? It's a very good spot. And it's away from the DJ, yes. so live recordings. I, I, I specifically said, can we please be away from the DJ and the rocket ship that goes off? Every yeah. Third. I damn it, rocket I ship. I put it in the email, and she you know, she laughed. At our contact, she, she thought it was funny, and, and showed, me the, showed me the map. I was like, perfect. So My OCD will tell you. That rocket ship went off every 27 minutes. <laughs> I remember the first time it went off, I, I literally almost crapped myself. Because we were, we were right We didn't know what it, it was. And we built a wall behind us, so we didn't even notice this giant rocket until it ignited. And the floor rumbled, and I was like... I, I thought there was like an explosion or something in the building. I'm like, what's going on? We over we oversurged the the power outlet. Oh god, the whole building's on fire! Right. I wasn't scared because I'm I'm very brave. You, you guys also weren't even there yet. Very, yeah, I'm you weren't very brave. there yet. I'm very brave because you were tremendously late. brave. Everyone knows how brave I am. God, I and we got next to the throw your voice thing. That everyone was throwing their. Oh voice yeah. Through. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it was Those. just a bad spot overall. But a. Uh, buttload of awesome a- video games, arcade cabinets. Uh, it's a bunch Off of nerds world arcade. It, you need to be there, so clear your calendars. Be there this Thursday, Michigan Science Nintendo's going to be there. You ever heard of them? They're a small That's company. confirmed. The rep came in to my store. I know it's said, confirmed. Hey. I've seen the floor plans, motherfucker. Anyways, when is this? Thursday, the 20th of July. If you're listening to this on iTunes, it's in two days. If you're listening to an iTunes on Friday, it was yesterday and you done messed up. <laughs> right. Wait, what kind of video games are there? Vintage. 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 Oh. Yeah. You don't say. French. Old school. Well, no shit. Not only will GameZilla Podcast be there, but the Legend of Retro will be there as well. Also, you can see Xander in the flesh, and my God, is he handsome. I, I'd do something to him. I won't say what, because his. I quick. would love, <laughs> I would love to rub his chest down with Vicks Vapor Rub. Mm, make sure yeah. he can breathe. Mm. Rub yeah. <laughs> and they, uh, they drop every Thursday. So you know, put this on your map. Um, what map? Where are on, they going? On the on the map Thursday, you can download the Legend of Retro podcast. And listen to it on the way to Vintage Video Games, which you can meet the Legend of Retro podcast. I, uh, I have one more announcement. I forgot Me to tell too. You. If, if your announcement is not the same as mine. It's not. The new announcement is that starting next week, Cable will be sitting there and Jazzy will oh, be yes. off camera. Perfect. <laughs> I like it. Thank God. Can and I it, say my announcement? Um, 
Mm, it's not in the dock, bro. But it's it's huge. It better yeah, be. That's it's, what she said. Okay. It's, it's, it's it huge. better. It better be. What what do you got, Cable? God. Can you I'm so excited. Can, can, exci- can you even turn the cam on? Can you Actually, be excited? Oh well, never mind. <laughs> um, to update the 4K cam, um, a legend is coming back to the MCG fold for one night only. And you guys know who he is. He's the CEO of this company. Oh God, oh, Mr. LVJ go. is going to be at Vintage Game Night. Oh, he is. I'm so oh. excited. Time out. Time out. I would like. I have a secret announcement. I'd like to make. I will not be at Vintage <laughs> Video Game Night. I have a secret to announce everybody too. He is not CEO, and he never will be. He's a scrub. He's not. He's a scrub. Last place, Jason. We all know where he belongs. Getting crotch First punched on Shaq Fu by me. But I am really excited that he's coming to the event. Uh, I heard he's going to be wearing like a bright blue suit and everything. Yes, like, he's, getting, he's wearing a tux. Yeah, he's wearing a tux and really going to rock it out. So I hope he also has assless chaps with the, with the tux. <laughs> yeah. We have a really good turnout. I'm, ex- LPJ I'm excited for After Dark Vintage Video Games 4 because there's the full squad is going. I think we're only missing like, like our new guy on Legend Retro, Craig, cannot make it. But... Uh, I think everybody else is set up to uh, to come hang out. So we're we're going to be putting on multiple live shows, a Legend Retro and and the uh, Alpha Gamezilla Alpha. We're going to be since we have the two teams, we're going to be able to you know free up ourselves and actually go mingle around the show a bit and and hang out with people, maybe even play a few video games. And then um, you know we're gonna I'm excited. We're gonna have a good time. And if we can, and if the signals allow us. We're going to live stream directly to Twitch. Yeah, yeah. So that, that was the big thing is that we are going to try to bring this entire event live from our booth, twitch.tv, Gamesville Podcast. Yep. Yeah. And if you're under 21, I'm sorry I can't help you. Maybe you should just listen to the Gamesville Podcast again. But if you're over 21, you could win tickets. Yep. On the Games All Podcast. Yeah. So remember, MotorCityGaming.com, that is where you're going to go to be able to try to win some tickets to this event in the next couple days. Uh, the the event will, or the contest will be up tonight, and we'll end it the, the uh, let's see, so we'll end it Wednesday. And then the show's Thursday. So yeah, it, you know, we got about two days for that. But also, we're giving away keyboard, gift cards, and swag for our 1K Instagram giveaway. So thank you for everyone for supporting us on, on Instagram. This is our thank you to you. That will be on MotorCityGaming.com as well. It's a website. So head on over there for all your gaming needs. Anything else? Don't forget Anything the Games on Alpha. Releases every Sunday. You can get early access by being a patron. Thursday night, and you might get some bonus live first ever Gamezilla Alpha because we will be doing the Alpha show this Thursday at Vintage Video Games. Yeah, it's true. So, everybody, if you are not a patron and you don't get early access to Gamezilla, you get potentially a live first look at what Gamezilla Alpha is. And then you're just you're gonna have to become a patron, yeah, because it's, it's so good. But uh, yeah, so we're excited. We're gonna have a good time. We'll hope to see everybody that's local at the event on Thursday at Michigan Science Center. But until then, just remember we are the elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, game, game on. on. 
and follow us on social media and subscribe. Social media. Do it. Just do it. LPJ is going to be there. God, I hate him. I love you, LPJ. Oh, I didn't stop the recording yet. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs>